welcome everyone to my latest episode of my USNA Med Moms and More podcast. We're going to address topics that are useful for USNA parents and complement my book, A USNA Mom's Journal. It's available at the Mid Store and on my website. And I hope that you join me for my iDay book signing this year for the class of 2026. I will be there iDay minus one and on iDay. Billy and the Plebes, what I learned from I-Day and Plebes Summer, part two. And then looking forward, once they get through their seven weeks of Plebes Summer and, and throughout the summer, but then in the fall is the ACK year. So this guided process that has been Plebes Summer, where the detailers really literally plan and do take them wherever they need to go, they really don't need to think about prioritizing their time because of detailers do that. So then for them rather, and when the act year comes, detailers are hands off in that respect. And now it's up to them to plan their time and prioritize and figure out where they have to be and what they have to bring and um, right. where they have to go and at what time. And if you're there on time, you're late. So <laughs> what advice do you have either parents or if you have any specific advice for, for please to survive the act well, year, that's great too. One thing that I would suggest for the act year is for the pleads, if, if it's in your budget, best purchase we ever made for our child was noise canceling headphones. Best thing ever, um, because they could just tune out um, their roommates, tune out what's going on so they could focus on their work. Um, she has said more than, more than several times how much that she's appreciated having those uh, was really important. Just, you know, having your battle buddies already, you know, forming those, those friendships. So our company, we had a company, whatever, uh, plea parent page. And so we would share photos and posts and stuff like that. And um, just keeping yourself busy because that's, um, for me, making those dates, like I talked about early with friends for lunch or whatever, having those game nights with friends, just staying busy. And then looking back as a plea parent, what are some not to miss moments? And I know that, for example, plea parent weekend, you didn't have one. Uh, and and did your class have Herndon? No, it was no, still. You didn't have Herndon either. Okay. Typically, plea year, you have like plea parent weekend, you have Herndon, and then you might go to a football game or whatever. And of course, your class missed having all of that. So as a youngster parent, were you able to visit more often or like, what are some not to miss moments that you've experienced would benefit parents? Like I said, I, I have seen on the boards, uh, some parents questioning whether or not that they need to go and go with their plea to be to I-Day. And mm -hmm. I would strongly suggest, yes, if you can afford it, if you can get off work or whatever and make it happen you really need to make it happen. You know, maybe the entire family can't go, but at least one person, really, it's a good good thing if you can go. Because um, even for the most stoic kids, um, your kid needs you there, whether they say it or not, whether they say, I'm good, I've got this. It's good to have that support. Mm -hmm. Because um, uh, my mid is, uh, she's a tough cookie. And um, yeah, she probably could have done it all on her own, but um, it was, and she said how much she appreciated us, us being there and that she really appreciated that support and that send off. So I think that's, if, if people are on the fence about that, 
And if you can at, uh, at all afford it and make it happen, you really should try to make it happen because they really do appreciate you being there. Now for us, um, because typically the oath of office ceremony happens, you know, on I day at the end of I day. Well, we didn't have that because of COVID. It was like three weeks later after we dropped them off, they had um, the oath of office ceremony. But luckily for us, we we're very blessed. They were able to live stream that. So at least we had that. So yeah. that was so. But yes, you know, seeing that and even virtually wow, how touching and to see them raise their hand and take the oath and watching those doors slam. I can't even imagine what that must feel like in person. Just mm -hmm. a very, very, just a very, very uh, memorable moment uh, yeah. for sure. Memorable, um, and, memorable and moving because that's when I, 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 like you, was determined not to cry all day long and ended up losing it after the doors closed. Yeah. yeah, or slammed shut, shall I say? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but plead parent weekend definitely if you can make that. Um, try to make that happen if you can, because just to get a hug from a family member or a familiar person just goes a long way, and somebody for them to vent to. Until so we dropped her off um, on June thirtieth, mm -hmm. and we didn't see her again until October thirtieth. Oh wow! And, yeah, so that was a long time. And especially for someone, even though she was very active in clubs and, and her ROTC unit, uh, the most that she'd ever been away from home from us was a week. That was, that was kind of rough, you know, rough being away. And we're a very huggy family, always have been. But I must say that hug that I got that day was the tightest hug and longest hug I've ever had in my life from her. Aww. It was, um, it was very touching. So if you can go, if you can make it happen, you know, I would really encourage people to go to plea parent weekend. It's very, very important. We haven't had the opportunity yet to go to a formal parade, but that just looks amazing. Um, just the, the pageantry and pomp and circumstance just looks fabulous. And, and our plea was actually um, the guide on the one that carries the flag, nice. which, which is really honor. Which is really cool and helpful in trying to pick her out in pictures. So that was yeah. nice. <laughs> that was nice. So she was, um, I think it wasn't the whole plebe summer. Something happened to the first person and she took it up from there. So that was great. Um, great. And, um, and I will add that to your plebes and to the mids, parades are not their favorite thing to do by far but for parents it's great to see them so oh yeah <laughs> two opposite sides of the coin <laughs> definitely definitely uh, and a football game um you know we have not had the opportunity to go to football games that was non-existent last year and this year we just with our schedule we just couldn't make it up there for a football game but that's definitely something that we're looking forward to in the fall but we're so thankful to the Alumni Association for taking pictures and for great, uh, wonderful volunteers like Bob Peterson and Talks uh, Fashola Walker for posting these amazing pictures. Yes, yes. And funny thing is that um, and why these parent boards are so important for you to join, especially if you have a if you have a company parent board, because um, during our um, oath of office ceremony, like I said, that was three weeks after I day, a parent posted some pictures from the oath of office ceremony. Like we said, we, it was live stream. So they were taking it off their TV okay. and they're like, Oh, here's our company. And I'm looking at the company and I, and I wrote to him and I said, how do you know this is our company? 
And he said, oh, my son is very hard to miss. He's a football player. I could pick him out of anywhere. You know, he's this tall. He's this. And I'm like, oh, okay. I said, um, my daughter's, you know, little cross-country runner. I'm not seeing her in these pictures. Well, a little after that, he posted another picture of where they're seated at the ceremony. And it's the aisle. And he's got this picture of his son. And he circled his son. Lo and behold, who's beside my daughter? (laughs) No way. And that's when it gave me the great idea of making a little cheat sheet for our company. because. You know, you might not see your plebe in these pictures, but you might be able to pick out a couple of other people in their company helping you zone in on this is the group of pictures you I'm need to look Finding your plebe. Yeah. 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 And so what I did was I reached out to everybody on our closed Facebook page and I said, hey, you know, because we were married, ours had to wear a mask all the time. So I said, can you please give me, you know, would you be willing to do this is what I want to do. Could you give me a picture of your plebe? with no mask and with a mask. And so I I put it all together. I sent it out and oh my gosh, it made finding our Waldos as they call it, Mm -hmm. you know, Waldo, where's Waldo finding your mid very, very, a lot easier, a lot easier because I could find this football player and I could find this because we had um, a twin on our company that was very, very petite, very, very small. So if I could see the football player and the um, twin, I'm like, oh, and there's another couple of people that just had a certain distinct look. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could zone in and I'm like, okay, well, there's, there's 20 pictures here. Zoom, zoom, zoom. There's my mid. There's your mid. There's, <laughs> my, <laughs> and there's my leave. And so, you know, I get very excited. And then you, then on some of them, you can like zoom into the, um, their name tag. Mm-hmm. And so you into the name tag and we got a really good thing going in our uh, company that we would send each other pictures so we would find I would find pictures of somebody else's plebe I I didn't see any of mine that time but I saw theirs right so we could help each other and it made the the Waldo hunting a lot easier and very satisfying actually especially they they all look the same right they have the same haircut um (laughs) the females are a little bit different because some have super short hair some have bobs some leave their hair long so I think it's easier maybe to choose the or find the females but you're absolutely right in my daughter's company the plebe that had the guide on just was very distinctive and so in all the pictures I would look for this guide on plebe and unequivocally always found her company and then eventually always found her to the point that I found both of my plebes in that that where they line up in the year I found both of mine because of people in their company that I recognize and I was able to zoom in another thing about uh, you mentioned the some of the girls have short hair some of them keep it long and it used to be something that they had to cut it but now they yes. change it they don't have to cut it my daughter made the decision to cut her hair because she had been to both summer STEM and a summer seminar. And she had talked to the, the mids about this and majority of those suggested to cut the hair. Mm -hmm. And she was like, why, why should I cut my hair? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, it's constantly wet. Mm -hmm. And so it never really dries. And some people actually had problems with mold. Hair mold. Yeah. 
because they're always braided because they have to keep it up in a bun. Exactly. And yes, you're absolutely right. A, a, fr uh, a friend of my of my son's when they were detailing, was it 2021, I think, where they started, where they didn't have to cut their hair anymore. I think it started then. Um, but yeah, that's something the detailers say. You're absolutely right, that their hair is always wet. They don't have time to blow dry it. They don't have time for hair care. So right. basically they wash it and they go. And if it's comb, great. If it's not, you know, so that's great advice too. And, and my mid has continued to keep her hair short. She just prefers it said that makes uh, her showers a lot faster. Mm -hmm. And especially during sleep summer, you want to shave as much time off of, of those things as you can. And mm -hmm. she said that she, you know, she would recommend that to anybody. You know, if you choose to let your hair grow longer after poop summer, you know, kudos to you. But she said, you know, just so much time that you save and just the comfort was and because it's so hot, mm -hmm. she said that she just would recommend that to anybody to, yeah. to cut their hair. If yeah, they were my, my, da my daughter, my second mid, um, she ended up getting a bob right above the chin. Her hair was always ready easy to easy to manage and it didn't take a lot of time so and it was cooler because it was off her neck right yeah right and another thing uh for some of those uh parents who might want to go the extreme my my daughter did not want to go this way but one good thing to have to prepare for pleat summer is to buy a good pair of running shoes and get them broken in before you go up right. but that's paramount they're going to be running so much color doesn't matter yeah, but some people suggested they wanted wild colors so they could pick them out. Mm -hmm. you know, right. so some had bright green or bright, bright pink. Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter, she's not one to do that. She wanted to go, you know, closer to like a blue or something like that, very right. non-script. But a lot of people said, oh, I love that because I could pick my mid out of those pictures in a heartbeat because right. I there weren't many people with those brightly colored shoes. So yeah, yes, definitely. And, and that's a big question too, because a lot of time parents aren't concerned because white running shoes are not very popular and you can't find them. They don't have to be white. Just have right. them, have your plebe. And I mentioned this in my book, along with other things, have them professionally fitted at a running, uh, running shoe store. And <laughs> it doesn't, the color does not matter for the running shoes. They will be issued shoes and everything else uh, but just make sure that the shoes that they have that they bring with that they fit them properly because they don't want to start getting blisters and like you said julie that they're broken in and i also suggest at times that you may want to get two pairs yes. right in the two pairs leave one home bring the one with you and then about halfway through plebe summer they may need that second pair of shoes because they run so much so don't yeah. worry about the color and if you're not into crazy colors you can also get you can always get crazy shoelace colors right and, and that's another way to kind of pick them out yeah and 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 going back to things to bring with them to i day mm -hmm. uh, minimal 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 things all they need is the clothes on their back Mm -hmm. And they, they need to look nice though. They don't need to look like a scrub coming in. You know, they don't need to have shorts on or, or cutoffs or something like that. You know, my mid just chose just a very simple uh, crew neck shirt and some khaki looking pants. Mm -hmm. And she wore her running shoes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Everything that they have on that day, they have to mail back to you. Um, and all they need yeah, is- They'll either mail them back in your case because you didn't have plea parent weekend. Or if there's plea parent weekend, they'll get, the parents will get the clothes back then. Yeah, yeah for sure. But, but all they need is a drawstring bag, one of those little nylon bags just to have. 
and have their their phone in it with a with a cord and a charger and um, the only other thing uh, let's see that they need are their paper all their papers their, their all papers and I always say because and you can read about it in my book I'm not going to go through it here but make sure they have the uh, inoculation papers in their hand oh yeah yeah two um, she had two sets of her papers. So one in her bag, one in her hand, because yeah. I heard from your book yeah. where, yeah, that the one person had to go get their shots all over again. Thank you for all that amazing information uh, for these incoming parents. What are some things that they can look forward to at Youngster Year? Youngster Year, just your, your mid is a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more sure of themselves. Uh, they've kind of found their place now. Um, they've come to the realization that not everybody at the Naval Academy has the same agenda or the same priorities as they do. So these are just things that they've learned. Um, they've also been through and they survived the plebe years. So they know that, oh my gosh, if I can supply, so, you know, uh, survive the plebe year, I can make this, I can make it happen. Um, and as you've said before, and other people have said before, the journey through the academy is in three stages. First is plebe summer, the second is plebe year, and the third is the rest of the time there. And, and now they're starting to, um, for our plebes, they actually were able to go to the ProTramid, which is the professional midshipman training, where, as my daughter put it, they get to taste test the different communities. So uh, she had the opportunity to go out to San Diego and she um, had a week with the Marines. She had, um, she went to go on a sub. She went to uh, ships and um, aviation. Pilots, aviation, yeah. went to aviation. They get a week, they get to experience a week in each community and yeah. that helps them as they begin to think ahead to the community where they want to serve and their service selection and service assignment first year, right? Right, and just um, and just kind of starting to wrap their head around what they might want to do. Um, but youngster year is um, because there is not a easy case a course load there at the academy. It's all tough, yeah. and um, like I said, my mid is a, a MECI, a mechanical engineering uh, degree candidate the classes that she's taking are just mind-blowing and it's a lot plus she, she also wants to continue trying to work towards you know other leadership positions so she's not only doing her coursework but she's doing other jobs as well um voluntarily um one thing that her, I was, in her company in her, in her company yes in her company and i will suggest to all the plebes parents out there to and the plebes that are listening to make sure that you you'll get tons and tons of emails so many emails that you're going to rip your hair out however each one has a purpose and you need to look at it because um, my mid has had several really cool opportunities because she has paid attention to emails and responded mm -hmm. and some of her other people in her company or in her class will be like hey how did how did you end up getting picked for that and she's like, well, didn't you see the email? I applied, you know, and so she's just been trying to take every opportunity that she can. So please encourage your plebes once they feel comfortable, you know, just to start to, you know, put their feelers out and pay attention to these emails that come in. Um, uh, youngster year two, um, it's just, it's just nice. It's just uh, for us anyway, our experience has been, you know, academic year is 
100 miles an hour forward um, and just being supportive of our mid. And one thing, our mid is very, um, she is very low maintenance. I'm saying low, low maintenance. Um, <laughs> it's like when after plebe summer, you know, they can get a few more things sent to them. And so when I asked her, what do you want? She was like, um, can you please send me the quilts that, um, that my grandmother made and send me my watch? And that was it. Oh my and, goodness, Julie. Yeah. Sounds like my kid's twin because that's exactly <laughs> what they wanted. They wanted their quilt and they wanted a watch. <laughs> I think they wanted a couple more things like their iPad and stuff like that. But that was oh it. Gosh, that is, that's so funny. And then I threw out to her, I said, oh, do you want me to send you these noise canceling headphones? And she was like, oh yes, yeah, send those too. But that was it. Those are the, those are the three things that she wanted. Um, but, but since she's been a youngster, her, I mean, she's taking 23 hours this semester and last semester, which That's is just crazy. 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 And, um, you know, when you think of kids at normal college, you know, 15 hours is full load. So, right. And right. Not, but even, even the ones that take 20 and 21, they don't have the level of responsibility that it's, that is mandatory and plus the volunteer plus their ECAs or their activities it's crazy it's absolutely crazy it's crazy but but one thing that I'll occasionally say you know do you want some dinner you want me to send you dinner or do you want me to send you Instacart you know so you know like I said she's very minimal won't ask herself but you know and I'll send her Uber Eats so some of you plea parents will get used to Uber Eats and Instacart um, because it'll be nice. I mean, sometimes she just wants some, you know, uh, fresh strawberries and some, um, you know, sour cream and onion potato chips and some ice cream um, to have. And, and, and that's kind of nice that you can, you can do these. And I told her and she would kind of fight me on it. I'm like, look, it's my way of showing my love, giving you a hug. So just consider it a hug from us, a hug from home when you get these things. And then she kind of was like, okay, I, I can deal with that. But um, oh, that's, that's but a that, great perspective. But that's, uh, but that's, you know, just some things because they're just so busy, but just mm -hmm. to, again, just understand that they're so, so busy and that they're not going to be able to text you. if They always have stuff going on. I mean, I'm very blessed because I have a child that will, you know, communicate. I mean, she actually got me into Wordle so we share our Wordle scores and, <laughs> and um, daily, and we'll just check in in the morning and we'll check in at night. And, uh, but I'm very blessed because I know that many of my comrades in, in my old company, they have sons and sons apparently don't communicate as a whole as I'm, as I'm gathering because I have daughters, but I'm gathering sons don't communicate as much as daughters not do. Not quite, so. not quite as much. No, not quite as much. So, and even, so my, even my daughter at times uh, went on went on silent mode for a while. And then I figured, okay, she's busy. And she does that now. And she's out in the fleet. And there are times when she'll call like religiously once a week. And then like this week, I didn't hear from her. So I figured I'll call her on Sunday, but she must be really busy because I, and I got to spend a week with her helping move uh, into uh, a new place. And now she's on her own, no roommates. And she's really enjoying that alone time or that independence. But I was able to, while I was there, see everything that she has. And she would get up 
6.30, she was at the door at 7, she was back in the afternoon and literally maybe took two seconds to get a snack and then it was study. Study, study, study until 10 o'clock at night and start all over again the next day. And then I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, now I can actually see why this child has doesn't have the luxury of just calling or answering my phone or answering my texts immediately. And right. so it, it helps to see the other side to kind of change those expectations and also to not take it personally. It's not that right. she's ignoring me. It's that she's busy. She's ignoring everything because she's focused on what she has to do. And that um, too is when they come home and understand that, that now um, they want to spend time with their friends. So yes, when they come home from the holidays, yes, they want to spend time with you or spring break, but they also want to see their friends and, you know, they only have uh, so much period of time to do that. So they're trying to maximize as much time as they can. And that's why at first it was kind of hard for me because they, uh, my mid would be with us all day. And then about, you know, eight thirty nine 9 o'clock at night, oh, I'm going to go over here to so-and-so's or we're going to go do this. And you just can't take it personally because this is this short, small amount of time that they have to spend with their friends from home. Right. Right. That's a, that's a, that's a great reminder. Thank you, Julie. Anything that I wish I knew ahead of time that I didn't know was being prepared for that radio silence during plebe summer is you just don't really have much contact at all. And um, like I said, for someone that has a mid this, that their mid they're very close to their plea to be it's hard I mean you know you're you're used to being with them all the time uh, going to their different events being involved in their life and then all of a sudden nothing and that was something to adjust to and that was kind of hard also uh wish I knew ahead of time was (laughs) when she started thinking about the Naval Academy I should have started saving my money then for plane tickets (laughs) home plane tickets for us to go up and see her because it's not cheap and um, especially coming home at Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving the prices of the flights are ridiculous they're like triple or more yes you have to buy like literally early I remember um, I think Southwest we used to fly Southwest because it was one shot from uh, you know it was just a a nonstop from Fort Lauderdale. And I remember on May 30th, they released their schedule six months in advance. So I think it was May 30th or May 31st. I was on that computer and I was buying the Thanksgiving ticket because otherwise it was going to be a thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, your book was such a godsend providing so much good information and helpful information and, and things to, to look at. Um, uh, also, other folks that very helpful, uh, Steve Wade, um, mm-hmm. also another USNA dad, mm-hmm. and um, he just is very eloquent in his writings and just his perspective is amazing. So if any of you parents out there have joined the uh, Mids and Moms, Mids and Moms Dads um, Facebook page, you'll see him post um, a just great, great resource. I have a, a podcast with Steve. And he talks about his book 
good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear he's actually doing that because um, many of us have suggested he do that because he's extremely talented. Uh, Carl Smith, he had very, very helpful and good perspective there as well. He always puts together a playlist uh, for the Herndon, for the plead class. Uh, the reality that life would not be the same because now her life is not her own because now she belongs to the Navy. Hadn't really hit me with that until those doors shut on um, the oath of office ceremony. Just to know that now, even to come home, even, even when you're, even when they're on leave, they have to say where they're going mm -hmm. and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Addresses, giving addresses, providing addresses, giving agendas. And it's like, wow, really? You know, and, and they were sharing with me when they came home for um, spring break um, that they have to fill out this little checklist of degree of danger of some of the things that they're doing. <laughs> and, it yeah. was like, yeah. and it was like uh, cooking was on there, you know, baking or cooking was on there as one of the things. Oh, really? and, yeah, <laughs> well, it actually had a level of danger to it, which I was like, really? Oh, I guess and, it can get burned or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, I can understand skiing or snowboarding or something mm -hmm. like that or, or scuba diving, but I was like, cooking? Okay, all right. <laughs> So that's funny. funny. Yeah, they have to get permission for everything. They have to talk to their chain of command, ask for permission to get leave. And yeah, it's 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 a whole different and, and it'll follow them into the fleet. And so my youngest is in um at Notre Dame in NRTC, and he declined his appointment to Navy because he wanted to go to Notre Dame. And definitely a lot more intense at the Naval Academy. It's a lot more uh, focused on the military, obviously, and just the, the training that these midshipmen are getting on a daily basis, they're going to be so prepared for when they go in the fleet. And then I look at my youngest, and he's got a very um, demanding unit where, you know, they're always doing things, and they're always training them. But he has the liberty of coming home, he has the freedom of coming home whenever he wants. If he wants, uh, he's, he lives in the dorm. He, you know, has lunch or dinner whenever, whenever he wants to, not when the schedule says he has to. He doesn't have to get up at five o'clock every single morning to go run at 5.30. They do that two or three times a week. So it, it's very, very different. It's difficult because he's a Mechie too. And he feels your youngster's pain. But the Naval Academy just excels at that training, at preparing these Naval officers. And not that um, NROTC or OCS don't, um, it's just a different level of intensity. And my son did ops during plebe summer. And it's interesting how things work together because he went to Leatherneck right before. So he had... I forget what block he had initially. Uh, he may have had leave and then Leatherneck. And then he had Plebe Summer. He was a detailer as a rising firstie. And in Leatherneck, he had been the ops person for his platoon, which prepared him to be the ops person for his company for Plebe Summer. But I think it was for one of the hardest jobs because he said he would go to bed after everybody and he wanted to because he wanted to make sure everything was set for the next day that the facilities were available that there were enough people to walk plebes here and there and everywhere i mean literally he was in charge of all the logistics for his company for plebe for the second set of plebe summer 
And then he would be up at four in the morning. So he'd literally go to bed one or two in the morning, be up at four, four thirty in the morning. So two and a half hours of sleep over a span of three weeks. Right. And he was in charge of making sure that all the pieces, all these moving gears work smoothly and seamlessly. Uh, last parting words of wisdom would be sponsor, sponsor families. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And, uh, please encourage your mids to reach out to the sponsor program and to respond. But, and what sponsors are, are people in the local community. Some are uh, Naval Academy graduates. Some are just people in the community that want to be supportive. And they have background checks conducted on these folks. So they're not just people just rolling in off the street. And um, they're people that want to support your midshipmen. And what an amazing program to have people that are willing to open up their home to your mid, uh, to give them a place to go crash. My mid's uh, sponsor uh, family, um, she has a room of her own. They call it her room. Yeah. And she goes, that's her room. She actually stores some of her uniforms because they give them so many uniforms. Mm -hmm. um, them at her their house they also uh you know they'll cook her homemade dinner um our particular sponsor dad is phenomenal with picking people up at the airport mm -hmm. and one point she broke her glasses she needed a new pair of glasses so i was able to order those and i shipped them to my sponsor dad because the mail room is an amazing thing but they only have two people that work the mail room so if there's 4400 people there Sometimes you might sit, even if you send it UPS and it arrives on Monday, they might not get it until the following Monday. Right. But, yeah. then, but if you send it to your sponsor family, they can arrange with your mid to drop it to them. So that was just invaluable for us. So sponsor families are amazing folks. Um, they're have, lifelong. They're, they're another lifelong uh, friendship that you'll make because we yeah. still, um, the same family sponsored both of our mids and they were at my oldest wedding when my daughter was out in the fleet and she moved into her new apartment, gave them a video tour of her apartment. So just a very tight connection. Now they don't always end up that way. Um, there are sometimes you know, sponsors and mid and the plebe or the mids are not necessarily as compatible. But what I found is that, well, first of all, they can request another sponsor. And secondly, I find that when a fellow mid or a fellow plebe has a great sponsor, they'll bring this other mid or plebe along and they get adopted by this other sponsor. So uh, there's, there's always an option. Your mid is not alone. And of course, and I'm not sure if you've reached out, Julie, but the chaplains are also a great resource yes. for counseling, for help, uh, any assistance are just absolutely amazing. The proceeds from my book, any sales that are made on my Etsy shop are donated to the chaplains fund to help no. them with their mission. So um, just two other things, uh, just for the plea parents to always be there for their mid to let them vent and, and continue to constantly encourage them mm -hmm. and encourage them because uh, they need that they need to hear that that and just remember remind them of their why why did they want to go there to begin with right why, why use this particular school right. um and the second thing is to make sure that all those plea parents uh continue to take care of themselves uh make sure that they have their battle buddies uh make sure that they're keeping themselves busy and active and healthy and seeking out advice from yourself or other 
veteran um, Naval Academy families. And we alluded to a little, a, a little bit ago about the great Naval Academy family and Navy family in general. It, it will blow you guys away. You new plea parents, it will blow you away because somebody will post on the USNA mid moms and dads, hey, my son uh, is a uh, first lieutenant, a second lieutenant or whatever, and is driving to their new duty station and their car broke down in Phoenix, Arizona. Does anybody know anybody in Phoenix? And I'm saying within 10 to 45 minutes, somebody has responded back saying that they know somebody that can pick them up or know a towing place or know somebody that can help them or somebody that can take them in for a night. It is unbelievable. And it's just, just not once. It's constantly you see this happening and it just gives you chill bumps to think of the support that is out there. It's just like, wow. Yeah. So you are Part in of one big Navy family, one big Navy family. It is tremendous. Yeah. Blown away by that. Just, I'm, I'm absolutely continually amazed and just overwhelmed and blown away by the support of other folks. Yeah. It's a great sense of gratitude for all the parents and alums and uh, people out there that really support not only our midshipmen, but then when they move into the fleet and Marine Corps yeah. and yeah. each other too. So thank you again, Julie. So oh, thank you. Thank you. Opportunity. Yeah. I appreciate it because like you said, just giving back because folks like yourself and many others that, that made me comfortable going through this process of the plebe year just helped tremendously. And so any, I hope that, you know, folks listening can pick out little nuggets that I may have shared that can help them in their journey and make it a little bit. I've picked out nuggets, Julie. (laughs) (laughs) You've got some great um, advice and some great ideas. Thank you so much, Julie, for joining me today, for your friendship, for all of your wisdom that you're sharing with us today. And all of our best wishes to your youngster as she moves into a rising second class. You mentioned she's going to have a uh, second set plebe summer detailing job. Mm. And she's going to be awesome. Maybe some of the parents listening may, uh, some of their plebes may end up under her care. So they'd be in good hands. And if you want to read more of my blogs, they're available on my website, usnamedmomsandmore.org. There's a tab for my podcast. There's a tab for uh, the blog. Also, um, there's a top for uh, a tab for Shop Navy if you want to check out some of my spirit items. And or this podcast is available on Spotify. Apple Podcast and of course Podbean. And also on my website is my book, A USNA Mom's Journal. It's a guide to everything you need to know to survive the four years, including commissioning and beyond. And Julie has alluded so much to the book and a lot of the information's in there. And she's just taken it and run with it and even come up with ideas of her own. So thank you so much, Julie, for joining me today. It's been such an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Annie. And we can't end before we say, go Navy. Beat Army. That's right. Uh